It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We're going to talk this All Black squad. We're going to talk through the selections. So much to get stuck into. And joining us on the line now, uh, he is uh, one of the co-hosts on the Rugby Run, former All Black and Crusaders halfback Justin Marshall. Marshy, welcome in. Thank you very much, Sammy. Good to hear from you, and um, thanks for having me on the show. All right, mate. Let's let's rip straight into it. The meaty stuff. Ian Foster's thirty-six man squad for the rugby championship. Before we talk uh, specific inclusions and omissions, what's your overall feeling of of the squad that he's picked? Predictable. That would be the word that I would use. Um, I, I certainly isn't the side that I would pick, but uh, my neck is not on the chopping block, is it? So <laughs> you've got to pick. That the players that you feel are going to be able to implement the game plan, um, execute, uh, give you the reassurance uh, individually, but also collectively in partnerships. Um, and when I say partnerships, I mean loose forward trio, midfield combination, uh, back three, whatever it might be, that enables you to go out and uh, win test matches and more importantly win a Rugby World Cup eventually. So. You know, they've obviously done their due diligence. They've been through the process uh, throughout Super Rugby. They've also got history um, of players that they have had in the squad in the past that they believe in and might not be playing their best rugby, but they believe that they can get the best rugby out of them. Hmm. Um, so I believe that's why they've got to the, the squad that they've got to now. So let's and, go... Oh, sorry, and equally, I don't, don't mean to sort of jump in again, but and equally... Injuries are obviously a big factor yeah. as well. There would have been quite a few names in there that they would have selected that they've been forced to have to omit. Mm. And I want to ask you shortly as well, Marshy, about the, the, the All Blacks 15 and, and maybe a reason why some of those names that are in the, the All Blacks 15 aren't in the All Black squad. Is it a case of maybe Foster wanting to give them more game time than what they would get if they were stuck in the All Blacks 36 for the Rugby Championship? I'll ask you about that in a second. But uh, the halfbacks, which is obviously your area of expertise, massive uh, massive call leaving out Brad Weber, who has been a massive part of the Chiefs' success this year, and Frinlay Christie, who a lot of people you know, would probably put behind Weber in the pecking order. What, what did you make of that one? Yeah, um, I'm a bit the same. Uh, to be to be honest, I don't I don't feel that we'd be terribly let down by uh, not by Finley Christie being in this squad um, and should it progress on to being rugby World Cup squad. Um, he's very capable and he proved that to be the case when he played for the All Blacks uh, last year. So yeah, it's then just a matter of where you think there's a point of difference and whether another player would have given you more and. Ultimately, you know, I'm sure that Ian Foster being terminal with the greatest respect in terms of his coaching future, he wouldn't really be worried about the future, if that makes sense, mm. because he knows that Brad Webb is not going to be there and available for him. So it had to have come down to a decision between both players. And for whatever reason, the conclusion that him and the selectors and his fellow coaches have come to is Finley Christie is a better player to have in our squad. And... I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, but what I'm not wanting to do is to say that I feel that Finley Christie um, is, a, is an out-and-out um, player that should not have been picked. Because I still think he'll fulfil the role and he'll do it well. But personally, again, I would have probably picked Brad Weber. I feel that his 
with with the with the three that they've picked, I feel that he's the the point of difference between the three of them that uh, that the All Blacks needed. Just because of his unique support lines and the way that he plays, I just feel that he would have prospered better in that environment with those players around him. Mm. So, do you think there's any merit, Marshy, in that in that um, debate that guys like Weber, maybe Akira Iwani, Jack Goodhue, have been put in the All Blacks 15 because they're going to get more game time there. They're not they're not the out and out starters that the All Blacks are looking for for the Rugby Championship. So maybe they've been put into that team knowing that when they go up to Japan, they're going to get 60, 70 minutes on the field. Is there merit in that? Do you think? No, I don't think so. Um, at the end of the day. You know, when, when you're formulating a squad, uh, and we've seen it in Super Rugby, particularly with the Crusaders, uh, who have had massive injury problems all year, you're reliant on your squad. And, and, and the squad is basically more than the 23. And the All Black squad of 36, which will be then taken down to 33, they need to be together. There's no point in them being coached in a different manner, mm. playing in a different environment and in a different side and saying, oh, they'll be better for the game time because why are they going to get more information? Uh, why are they going to get uh, better tutelage than what they would get from being within the squad? It doesn't make any sense to me. I just feel that they're just trying to put together a strong New Zealand A team. I, I, would, I would have to say it has nothing to do with the current squad. If you're in the current squad, you're most likely to be in the Rugby World Cup squad because it's got to be narrowed by three players. I think that New Zealand A thing is all about just keeping players playing that should there be massive uh, injury problems in the rugby championship to the main squad, that they're still getting some rugby and they can then come into the main squad. Mm, yeah, no, there's good points you make, Marshy. Um, Sean Stevenson, uh, I feel so sorry for this guy because what more does he need to do to make an all-black squad and... Sort of similar to what you're saying with Finlay Christie with uh, Amoni Narawa, his Chiefs teammate, who is a fantastic player and has had a great season. But to see his name on the team sheet ahead of Sean Stevenson does confuse me a little bit. It does, you know, and again, that's a gamble. Um, and, and equally, there's probably some argument that, you know, Sean Stevenson has been consistently over two years probably playing better rugby than Caleb Clark. Mm. Um, so. You know, you, you factor that into the equation uh, and, and you also say that he's got the versatility, so you can't use the versatility card. Um, in fact, he's got more versatility than uh, Narawa and Caleb Clark. So, and, and that is a point. And again, you know, how much does a player have to do? Uh, all I can think of and, and go back to is that they have had Caleb Clark um, to use him as an example in their system before, and they believe they can get better rugby out of them than he's been playing. Um, and then again, maybe with Narawa, it boils down to do they want an out-and-out winger that yeah. plays wing all the time that doesn't move around positions like Stevenson does. But again, I still don't think that we have conclusively fulfilled the fullback spot. You know, why not give mm -hmm. a guy the 15 jersey, or are you still going to try and mess around with? Will Jordan on the wing and Bowden yeah. Barrett fullback and Damien McKenzie slots into fullback. I don't know. Whereas Stevenson at the weekend showed to me in difficult conditions when it wasn't a razzle-dazzle style play that the Chiefs usually play, in weak conditions he con controlled the high ball, his kicking game, his defensive work, 
with all the attributes you need of a, of a very good fullback. Yeah, and I would argue he had a bit of a kicking game as well in, in uh, his number yeah. 10 in, in that game. Um, and it's funny yeah. too, Marshy, because I, I, when I did see the squad, I, I saw, you know, Will Jordan really is the only out-and-out fullback that, that Ian Foster's selected. And even yep. then, like you said, he's played on the wing. But then outside of that, you're relying on these guys who play all their super rugby at number 10 to, to, to sort of fill a, a number 15 position should they need to. And why why they couldn't bring in another fullback like Sean Stevenson does sort of, like I said, Confused me a little bit. Um, got to make mention of Dallas McLeod because he is in the truest sense of the word an All Blacks bolter. Not many people had him penciled on the team sheet at all. What do you think Foster's seen in him as a reason why he's been put into this team? Well, I saw Foster mention versatility, uh, which he obviously sees as a huge positive. He can play from 12 all the way out to fullback. Um, I wouldn't like to see him playing fullback, so I'll say 12 all the way out to the wings. I mean, he's played left and right wing for the Crusaders. So he sees, obviously, the ability for a player to be flexible. Uh, now, I don't um, doubt that Dallas McLeod um, is a very good rugby player, and, and at some point in time, he's going to find his position specific. And when he does, I think he'll really grow into that. He hasn't found that at the moment due to, the obviously, the talent at the Crusaders, and then equally the fact that they've had injury problems. So he's been the player they've been able to rely on to move around. But I must say, mate, that I've been banging this drum for a couple of years now that I feel that we've, we've got to get to the point where we start picking players in their positions that they, they specifically play really well. Mm. And you would have to say, well, you've, you've, you've said he's versatile. Damien McKenzie's versatile. Bowden Barrett's versatile. Anton Leonard Brown's versatile. Rico Ioane's versatile. When are we actually going to start picking a centre who's a centre? Yeah. A 12 who yeah. is a 12 who plays there all the time. Geordie Barrett's versatile. We've, we've used all these players continuously in multiple positions and they're continually not getting regular game time in one. Rico Ioane, you could argue, yes, in the last two years has had just centre on his back. Um, but that doesn't necessarily, in my mind, and this is my personal opinion, uh, make me think that he's a better centre than he is a winger. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's the way that he's gone. It's definitely not Dallas McLeod's fault. He's played really good rugby, um, and you, you can't um, you can't question the fact that he's in good form, um, and he's a very good defensive player as well. But in the balance of the squad, and like I said, the the drum I've been banging, I'm just not sure that's the direction that we needed to go in. Yeah. Um, no. Yep, yeah, sp- in terms of versatile versus position specific. Spot, spot on, Marshy. I've always said the same thing. I, I can't stand it. Yeah, we just mm. pick a guy, that, pick guys that can just cover three different positions as opposed to specialists. Mm. Um, we, we're running about out of time, mate. Just before we do let you go, um, I wanted to talk to you about the, yep. the semi-finals over the weekend. I'm still trying to work out where the, <laughs> the needle sits on the spectrum of whether the Crusaders were that dominant on Friday night or whether the Blues were just that bad. Where do you sit? Uh, I, I sit sort of balanced. Uh, but I think that the, the Blues' defence uh, at times was, to use, I, I guess to put it um, kindly, mediocre. They they, they really got outfought uh, by the Crusaders um, on attack, and a lot of times they gravitated in, they took the decoy runners, they got hooked in, and it just gave space for Richie Moonga to pull the strings and use all that speed and power outside him. So defensively, I thought... The Blues were poor, and that and that uh, really started at the breakdown where they lost the battle. Um, the Crusaders, probably one of the best performances I have seen of any Crusaders uh, side in a finals knockout game 
in my lifetime. Wow. They, they were exceptional. And, you know, when you look at the intensity and the tempo and the physicality that they brought to that game and then combine it with the subtleties that enabled them to score the tries they did, it was a complete performance. Um, and it rattled the opposition, pushed them into a corner. And when you get pushed into a corner, you've got to puff your chest out, get your fists up and fight your way out in the blues mentally weren't there on that day to do that. They they were they were shocked into uh, being able to be insular and they just didn't come out fighting and uh, the Crusaders just climbed into them all day. Mm. So a bit of a fault on their behalf, but the Crusaders exceptional. Yeah, and Dalton Pubbley did say as much about the about the mental frailties of the team. Uh, yeah, and then the time. and then the Chiefs with a with a, I guess you'd call a grinding win over the Brumbies and people who you know looked at the score lines or or you know sort of did observe the games might feel that the Crusaders would have all the confidence given how they dismantled the Blues. But how important or how much confidence do you think the Chiefs will get from from getting a win like that in tough conditions? You know, it was cold and wet in Hamilton and a very very good Brumbies team. You know, is that going to bode well for the Chiefs going into this weekend's final? I think it. I think it's better than winning. Um, you know, by fifty or sixty points, and people go, "Oh, yeah," but the Crusaders just did that. Um, but I feel that when you're the home side, uh, you know, you, you need the ability to make sure that when the, the fight comes from the opposition, and it's an, an opposition like the Crusaders, who won't be daunted by going away and having to win a final, who won't be daunted by having that baggage of we've got a final to win because they get, that's what they do. So you you know you're going to get at times get into a real grind and limited opportunities happen in finals and the ability to grab them either offensively or defensively as a team, as a unit, under adversity, that's what wins you the big games. They had to do that in a semi-final, the Chiefs, and they had to go all the way to the 86 minutes or whatever it was to do so. And I think it'll put them in a good frame of mind and... No, you know, there's absolutely no doubt that they won't be complacent. You know, two really hard uh, finals games, quarterfinal, semifinal games, mm. opposition, it took the game to them. Mm. So who you got, Marshy, next weekend? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a Chiefs um, fan, so be careful. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I will be careful. I, 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 the, the only thing that slightly concerns me is the Crusaders being able to lift to that exceptional level again. Like, that was such a complete performance. Can they do it back-to-back? And to a degree, they probably have to go up a cog. If they do that and play at that intensity and that tempo, I see them winning the game. Not by much, but I can. they're just they're ruthless enough to do it. Um, but if they're not at that level, they won't get the job done. So I'm going to say the Crusaders by a minimal amount of points, and I hope that gets me back on the show <laughs> at some stage. I'll just put a little grey uh, cross next to your name, mate, but I'll see if it turns into pen, depending on what happens next week here. Uh, Marcy, always appreciate Bye your mate. thoughts, mate. Love, love, you having, uh, love having you on the show. Uh, go well. We'll talk again soon. Yes, no problem. There you go. Justin Marshall, former All Blacks, former Crusaders halfback, and some good thoughts there on the All Blacks selections and uh, the Super Rugby fi- uh, semi-finals as well.